All right, guys, welcome to episode six of the High Achievers podcast. My name is Steve and this is John. Uh, so we started an accountability group a couple months ago where we work on goal setting as a group and just try to help each other accomplish these goals week after week. So we developed this podcast uh, in a way to bring up problems that we see in the group and questions and things that uh, we're having from on a weekly basis and just bringing those to light with you guys. Uh, so this week we were talking about taking action and I'll let John dive into taking action. Yeah, um, taking action. You know, what you think, what you what what you want to do, it doesn't work unless you work, right? So you can think as much as you want that you want that you know brand new car, or you want that brand new house, or you want this business to be successful, or you want to get grades, or what, but if you don't take the action, such as you know I want to A on this test, but you never took the action to start studying for the test until the day before, that's not taking action. That's procrastination. Yeah. Um, you should have started that you know a week before. You should have you know there's no such thing as someone who is smarter, better. No, they just showed up more prepared. They took action. They were ready. They're ready for the opportunity. They're ready for the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody is. Nobody's better at something. It's just that you're either prepared or you're not prepared. So one of the things that we were talking about, this was actually just uh, happened today. Uh, so a buddy of mine is a coach at Orange Theory. He's also running a personal training business, but it's not really a business yet. He's still doing everything through Venmo and kind of flying under the radar a little bit. So he was asking me, what are like, how do I go legit? How do I make this work? And I was like, okay, well, you just have to ask yourself, what's the very next step? What is the very next step to starting a business? Getting an LLC, getting your EIN numbers, getting all of your tax documents ready to go so you can start charging people and go legit that way. Mm -hmm. So what is your very next step? It doesn't matter what it is, but you need to identify it and then start working towards accomplishing that. If you don't know where you're going to start, start with research. Start with like just a quick Google search. Like, okay, how do I start a business? You will have thousands of things populate on there and you just have to start with research but you do need to start yeah and that's that that, that that's a, that's a good point and to know your destination as well like you have to know where you're going or you'll just aimlessly wander around here to there to here to there so <laughs> for if i wanted you know a brand new let's go well yeah one of my favorite cars which is you know, the GTO 67. If I wanted a GTO 67, Sexy. right, right, yeah, nice, nice, <laughs> nice freaking car. Um, what am I going to do to accomplish it? That's my destination, right? So now I've set the destination, I've set the goal. Now what's that next step to accomplish that goal? Okay, it's research. I need to, I need to look up to see prices. I need to look up, do I want to buy a GTO just straight out the gate? Do I want to buy the body? Do I want to drop my own engine in it? You know, what, what does this GTO look like? And from there, oh, okay, I want a body. So what's my next step to buy the body? Okay, I'll go on Craigslist. I'll search around. Is it worth me driving to another state? Is it worth me staying in this state? And now I have the body. Okay, what's the next step? Okay, now I need an engine. All right. What, what do I want? A 383? Like, what, what, what kind of engine do I want? What's the next step? You know, and you have to keep climbing that ladder. And before you know it, you're going to be at that GTL. But if you don't take that next step and you don't know your destination, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, see, I'm not even a car guy. I didn't know those were all the options that you had to go to. Like, I know what a GTO <laughs> looks like. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a sexy car. But I was just under the impression of, like, going to buy one. So my lack of research on that would have just led me down a road where maybe I'm not happy with what I what I got. Maybe I can financially afford it, but I'm not happy with what I got because I didn't do the research that is needed to know exactly what I want. So that's the same when you're starting a business, when you're uh, picking a gym. That is a huge one for people because they 
how many times have you started um, going to a gym and it just fades off? Like you're a personal trainer. You go into the gym in January and oh my God, it's unbearable. There's oh, yeah. people everywhere. And I love seeing people like getting into it, getting into fitness. I'm, I push it in every aspect of my life. I'm the guy who's always like trying to drag my coworkers to the gym with me. But three weeks later, yeah, and way know, off. And, and that's like the point after taking action. Yeah. Once you do that, it's it's the next step from taking action. After you take action, you got to repeat. Yeah. What do you have to do after that? Repeat. What do you have to do after that? Repeat. What's the very next step? Yeah, yeah. You have to repeat. You have to keep taking action. So it's not just showing up to the gym for that month or that half a month and everything. You have to repeatedly go back. You have to stay consistent with that in order to achieve your goals. If your goal is like to lose 40 pounds by the end of the year, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym every day, but you only go to the gym for a month. I mean, yeah, you got started, but you didn't take that next step after getting started. You didn't repeat the, you didn't repeat the process every single day. Yeah. The grind, the, the push, the, um, the flowing through it, you know, you, you, you got started and you gave up on yourself. And I think that's, what's so great about the, uh, the accountability group. I've, I've noticed huge changes uh, just in my, like, I use it a lot for lifting. We use it for business. We use it for spiritual, uh, spirituality and everything else. But like for me, physical, um, the physical attributes of it, they show up much more quickly for me. Like, uh, if I was trying to gain 30 pounds on my back squat each week, it was in my goals list to say, I'm going to do two, uh, two leg day workouts. One of which is going to be a one rep max back squat. And I did that every week for six weeks until I brought my back squat up that 30 or 40 pounds. So it's an active goal that you want to follow and accomplish week after week after week. It's not, I want to get in better shape. Okay, well, what's the very next step? I don't know. I just want to get in better shape. Yeah, it doesn't help you at all. No, it doesn't. Like, it's just a blind, I want to be a millionaire. Well, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Yeah, and like you said, the millionaire, between the difference between you and the millionaire is that they took that action. They yeah. took that step. They got started, right? And they learned along the way, right? It's like sink or swim. You get thrown in, you either sink or you swim, right? I mean, sometimes you just have to jump in and figure out the steps as you go, but it's each and every day that's going to make the difference, man. You, you can't just go, you know, three, four, five days not doing anything. Oh, the sixth day I'm going to do something. You know, every sixth day I'm going to do something. That You'll never get there that way. You have to take action. It has to be consistent and, and, and you have to consistently repeat this this process. Yeah, for sure. And it's, finding a passion in what you're doing. I've tried every single like fitness fad under the sun, you know, like oh, shit, I even did Tybo sometimes when I was like in high school and that never grabbed hold. I've done Orange Theory, I've done F45, I was in CrossFit for years, I've done bodybuilding, strongman, all of it. And I always gravitate towards uh, more of like a bodybuilding and a CrossFit kind of blend. Uh, it's more of like a functional bodybuilding and that yeah. has just always been able to grab hold of me. So. My suggestion, if you're looking for the best way to start, is there's a program called ClassPass. It might still be out there. I don't know. Something, something similar to that, to where you can try all of these different workouts. They have kettlebell classes. They've got spinning classes, rowing classes, bodybuilding, strongman, all of it. Try it all. See which one is really grabbing a hold of you because maybe the Globo Gym is not the right place for you, and then you're just going to taper off. So your very next step might be just trial and error. Just try something. Oh, I didn't like that. Okay, cool. Try the next thing. I didn't like that. Maybe yours is just some weird, obscure, like you're just super into aerial gymnastics. And that's something that just grabs hold of you. And 
Fuck it. Do it. That's Have funny. fun. Go I do actually, whatever you want. I actually did gymnastics. Yeah. I did gymnastics for a couple of years. I was I was I was a gymnast for a couple of years when nice. I was a kid. And actually I enjoyed the hell out of it. It, it was strange. It was a strange feeling. Being able to do a backflip <laughs> off a bar as a kid, who doesn't want to do that and show oh, yeah. off? I mean, it, it it was great. Um, but the fact that you brought that up, like, you know, you got to find, once you find though, well, once you're there, there's going to be steps in the process you don't like, you know, maybe I love bodybuilding, but I don't like the feeling of being sore, Yeah. but I still go to the next day and, uh, you have to stay enthusiastic about it. You can't let that portion slip. You have to be, you have to have enthusiasm, enthusiasm, even the things you don't like in that process. If this is your goal and man, maybe I don't like, you know, Let's say let's go back to the GTO. If I drop in it, I don't I don't like putting an engine in a car, mm-hmm. right? I still have to stay enthusiastic about that process. If there's no one else to do it, then I'm going to be the one to do it, and I have to stay enthusiastic through that process. That's extremely important. You almost trick your brain into liking it. You're like, okay, you got to love the process. You have to love the full process, right? And stay enthusiastic, even if it's not your cup of tea for that process. Like I'm sure there's things about you know heavy handed that you were like, you know, I love making the product, but uh, I don't like putting up the website. But Dude. you have to stay enthusiastic. Going through Shopify and writing all the terms and conditions, the refund policies, all of the little behind the scenes things that you don't even pay attention to. When you're printing out a label, it has to be one sixteenth of an inch based on the square inches for the entire package size. And you have to go through all that. You have to do all of it. It was like just grinding gears trying to get this to make it happen because i love designing the logo i love designing the packaging creating the product was fun engaging with people is fun but that for every like 60 percent of shit that's going to be fun there's going to be 40 percent that you just have to do it's going to be like the 60 percent is going to be the flow like you say and then there's going to be the 40 percent that's that's the grind yeah and that's just going to be stuff you don't want to do but you have to do it like it's just about consistency and just making sure that what needs to get done gets done and that all always starts with the very next step yeah yeah and it's not it's not always fun like you said it's it's no 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 one who's in a million dollar mansion says you can get oh, a mansion for a million dollars whereas uh, yeah, Rome, some, georgia some, some places i'm sure some, <laughs> some, somewhere south i'm sure you can get something like that in the middle of nowhere who knows all right, well, well, if we're talking Orange County, let's you know a forty-one million dollar mansion, a million dollar like, forty-one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that's that's a two-bedroom townhouse here. <laughs> yeah, no, God, dude, the reality of it, I can get a garage for about half that. Um, I I religiously everywhere I go when I travel for work, I search Zillow, and I wanted to move to Rome, Georgia. It was just this beautiful area, and uh, I found a house there. It was like five bedrooms, six bath, like. 5,500 square feet with guest quarters and all this stuff on 10 acres with a creek in the back. It was like $800,000. Like, Ani, we're moving to Georgia. Oh, we're that going. Sounds, that sounds like paradise. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you can get a garage for that price here. Oh, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. If you're, like, try looking at storage units where you want to store your GTO around here. Yeah. Oh, I don't even That's know. a mortgage. I'm, I'm looking at some friends' houses, man. That's it. No. El- like Elsinore or whatever I can find, man. It's, <laughs> if, I have to drive to, if I have to drive to Fresno and leave it on the farm just, you know, just to work on it, man, that's what I have to do. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't paying for that. Um, but bringing it back to, uh, let's say, you know, you, you, you see a guy in a million-dollar garage if you're talking Orange County. Um, there we go. That's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. That guy, I mean, he worked his ass off to get in that million dollar garage. Like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't pussyfoot around. He didn't try to work around the system. No, he went through the process and there was points in that process that he, he hated. I'm sure. I'm sure he hated, but he still did it with enthusiasm and he still got the work done. 
And that's, that's the most important part, you know, when, you know, the fun stops, that's where the discipline begins and that's where the hard work begins. And that's what separates you. That's what separates you from those people. It's just that little bit, that little extra, them pushing past those parts with enthusiasm and, and getting through it. Yeah. Uh, I just brought back that, uh, the scene in waiting where he's like, uh, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary (laughs) that little extra a little extra that's <laughs> what it is and you know people think it's like some magical trick or something they were better they were born with better genes or you know they were born with more money no i mean if my perfect example is like if, if you're born up in a business oriented family we talked about yeah. this right the, the amount of this morning the amount of growth difference that you have to have between i was born in a trailer park and i was born in a, a million dollar corporation my dad owns a million dollar corporation and my dad works for costco you know, that's a huge growth that you have to catch up with. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot easier for this guy who, you know, who's grown up in a, a multi-million dollar family to make multi-million dollars. And they're like, oh, no, it's because daddy gave him, you know, a million dollars to start with. I was like, OK, if daddy gave you a million dollars to start with. You wouldn't have it in the end of two years because you, you don't have that yeah. mindset. It's a growth. You have to have that growth mindset. and You have to keep pushing to learn more knowledge. You are not your identity. You are not your identity that you grow you grew up with and raised. That does not you that doesn't have to define you. You're able to change your character. You're able to change your beliefs. You are your own person, and people are stuck in this. This is the way I believe. This is the way things are. And for that growth to happen, you have to be able to change that identity. Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. It's everybody has the same opportunity, but we do not have the same starting lines. Yeah, I grew up in. Uh, traditional home, you know, dad was a truck driver, mom was a stay at home, uh, wife, I did not want for anything. I, if I needed new football cleats, I got new football cleats. If I needed to go to scout camp, I was able to go to scout camp. So I didn't want for anything, but I definitely, we weren't well off. So my starting line might've been here versus someone who grew up in a business oriented family to where they already had the resources and the connections to like know how to grow that business. Well, I've got to get myself to that level before I can be at the same starting line as someone else. We're not all born in the same families to where we're going to have the same opportunity, but you just have to decide how much you want it and what are the next steps towards making those dreams happen. Yeah. And the one thing those two people have in common though is taking action, right? What's not taking action is stating in your own thought pattern and stating in your own ways of beliefs. Uh, I believe having self doubt on yourself instead of self confidence and staying in those patterns is what's holding you back from that growth, right? There's no difference in the amount of action that is taken from each individual. They both have to take action or nothing's going to happen. Well, how many times have you said that you're not good at something because that was like predetermined? That was like just early on, like, you know, uh, when you were younger, you just, you were not an, a very good runner. So then you just went your entire life like, oh, I'm just not a good runner. No, oh, you're just an untrained runner. You haven't done it. You haven't practiced it. You haven't worked towards it. I was an honorary kid, man. I remember that, you know, when I was growing up, this white man can't jump. White man can't jump. You can't get up. You're white. You can't jump. I man, I was dunking by my junior year. That is a complete misconception. I wanted it. I worked towards it. Worked my ass off. I studied differences between fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers, you know, down to the T. And, you know, by my junior year, I went from not even touching net by freshman year to dunking my junior year. And it was all because I, I, re- I wanted it. I refused to believe and I refused for someone else to self-determine that I was never going to be able to dunk a basketball or jump yeah. really high. You know, I took it as a, a challenge, not a threat. 
you know, I was like, okay, you don't think I, all right, let's see it. Yeah. Let's see if you're right. Let's, let's prove this. And you know, sure or not, I was able to do it by junior year just because I took action. If I would have just taken their belief and been like, yeah, man, I'm just not that basketball player. I'm no. just, you know, I'm just, I'll just shoot my threes and, you know, be a good point guard. Yeah. No, that's not the way it works. I don't want that. And you can change it. You don't have to want it either. Yeah. And it's how many people, like if, if you're listening to this, how many things have you like, be honest with yourself. How many times have you said, well, I'm just not good at social media or I'm just not smart enough for business mind or I'm just not good at reading. I'm not good at this. When's the last time you tried any of those things? Yeah. If you say you're not good at my penmanship is horrible because I told myself like, I'm never going to be a good writer. I'm never into it. My penmanship is still horrible. I never put any real work into it. And that's the reason that it's still bad. I just don't put any work to it. I was a terrible runner. My, I still remember in high school, the very first mile I ran was like 11 minutes. And I like looked at my, I was like my PE teacher. I was like, is that good? He's like, no, <laughs> not even close. Like kind of head down, just like, not even close. Um, I ended up running a marathon. Like uh, I, I told myself that I was not a good runner for years. And then I just buckled down. I was like, cool, I'm going to train a little bit. And I ran a marathon. And I learned one very important lesson. I am not, it's not that I'm not good at running. I don't like running. Yeah. That was the longest four and a half hours of my life. I'll never do it again. But I did it. Me. I don't run. I don't run, run at all. Uh, I we did today. Yeah, today was, uh, he said the uh, forbidden word for me. He, he mentioned the word cardio. And I was like, oh, I stopped. I was like, oh, man, I thought this was going to be a workout session. Yeah. But, you know. You know, like I said, you don't about working out too. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a fitness advocate. I love it. You know, I love changing people's life. I love pushing my body as well. I I hate I don't like using the c word. I I don't like cardio. Yeah. But what did we do today? I we thought the c word was can't. Yeah. No. 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 C-word it's cardio. Cardio. Got it. Definitely cardio. Um, but what did I do today? I pushed through it. We we had a great workout session. You know, we. <laughs> And we ended up making a deathly course yeah. that about destroyed all of us. But um, even with the cardio, we pushed our bodies. We didn't give up. We had the discipline to finish. And I felt a lot better, you know, forward by the end. Yeah. Even, you know, the hot Cheeto burrito was a plus too. It gave me extra <laughs> energy. For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, back, uh, back heading towards topics. So the very next step, if you're struggling trying to figure out what you want to do, like if you want to start a business, if you want to get better at running, you want to get into shape, Whatever it is, you just have to ask yourself, all right, what's the very next step? What's the next step I need to take to start making this a reality? Because it's it's not as far off as you think. If you look at something like, all right, I'm going to grow this business. I want, like, my goal is to, like, for me, my goal is to launch heavy-handed, have a $40 million business, sell that, and then retire. Yeah. That is a lofty goal. What is my very next step? All right, I need to get this product launched. Okay, what is my next step after that? I need to be contacting influencers. I need to be showing up to fitness competitions. I need everyone to know what my product is. And then from there, what is my very next step? Once you have reached your step, what's the next step? Every single thing that you're gonna do in this life, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I know we've said that before, but it's true now, it's true then. You need to just move. Just get moving and take action. And you can take those micro bites too. You know, it doesn't have to be like a, like a big bite of the elephant. You take the micro bites. That's the daily. That's the daily push. That's the daily consistency. Is those micro bites out of that? You know, one big bite of the elephant. Um, meaning that like, if you, you want to reach clients, let's say mm-hmm. for heavy handed, and you're like, I need to reach clients. You know, 
Okay. The next step would be to learn how to micro step would be, I need a market. Yeah. How do I market? How do I market to people? What how do I get marketing? clients? Yeah. Target marketing. So my next step is do research. Yeah. Now I'm going to, you know, do research on marketing. I'm going to get my mind in the, in the right state. And then, you know, I'll reach that next step of going to reach clientele and marketing the correct way and reaching the right amount of clients and the right type of clients. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, I, I truly believe, like, I don't believe in luck. I think that people put themselves in situations where luck finds them. Like, I don't believe that just you're just going to get lucky with something. I think you're putting the work in. You're in the right spaces. You're searching the right things. You're constantly moving it forward that good things keep happening and they'll just call it luck. It's like they don't see all of the work that goes into it. So one of the, the tricks that I would use is if you're looking to just start something, sit down, go on YouTube, like, all right, I need to build a website. What is the best and most efficient way to use a website? Just type that in. There's thousands of videos. Watch a few videos. If you just dedicate like a half hour of your day to like, all right, I'm just gonna start this. Like that's on my goal sheet today is just a half hour of research. Start your research. I guarantee you within 15 minutes, you're gonna be asked 20 questions that you do not know the answer to, or you're gonna discover 10 to 15 things that you don't know the answer to. And then you can start researching each of those individually. Like it's just a compound effect. When yeah. you look at everything as a whole, it's daunting. And Gary V has, you know, a great method of doing this. I thought uh, he would, he would, he researches things for 50 hours before he makes any kind of conscious decision on it. Who is that? I haven't heard Gary, that. Gary V. Gary V. Yeah. You have to look him up. He's, okay. He's great. He's, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, start, you know, he, he's got a famous YouTube channel about garage selling. Um, he goes to and he flips things at garages, looks nice. them up, sells them on eBay. And, you know, people have been following them. They make, a, you know, people change their whole lives doing this. Oh, yeah. But uh, before he makes like an investment, you know, such as like, let's just uh, let's bring back that NFT market. You know, when he was uh, going through the NFT market before he made decisions, conscious decisions, he would do 50 hours of research on it. Okay. It's like, what is an NFT? How does it work? Same with crypto. What is crypto? How does it work? Uh, you know, what are the benefits? What are the best growth? But he would do, he time himself, literally do 50 hours of research before making a decision. You know, if your goal is to do, build a website, do 50 hours of research on building a website, and um, you'll probably have a pretty decent grasp by the time you're done yeah. on what it's going to take for you to build a website. And then you can start building a process from there. If your goal is to build a website and that's your end goal, you're like, I'm going to build a website, but you have no clue how to start or get started. Start doing your research, do that 50 hours of research, and you'll not only have how to get started, but you'll have the, the points that you need to get to in order to get to that website. Yeah, especially when it's, uh, you know, we're, we're in a technology age and I am not very um, technically inclined. So whenever I'll, like, okay, I need to find a, uh, a new email support system. So like I end up going with OmniSend, I open the platform and I'm like, okay, I'm lost. So then I just have to, they have, you know, support pages in there and you just like click on a video like, okay, how do I send mass email to all customers? It walks you through step by step. You learn how to do that. Okay, now I wanna send an email. I don't know what to put in this email. Start Googling marketing. Like, all right, how do I send my, what, what should I add in my first emails before launch? And it'll give you multiple examples, but you're not just gonna get these ideas out of thin air. It yeah. takes research, it takes legwork, and it takes like just putting that foot forward into that space to get those ideas with the amount of technology out there like you said there's no reason not to get started like you have you have no excuse yeah. i mean it's all online you have no excuse not to get started things were a lot you know 50th century maybe you know 
things were hard to get started. You got to learn everything yourself. But now literally someone's, if you can think it, someone's probably already done it. Probably already has a a pathway for it that you can learn. And you should just get started on it, man. If, If you're thinking it and it's something that's on your mind, get started. Don't wait. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for the next day. Don't wait for next week. Don't wait for the perfect opportunity because there'll never be one. You just have to get started. Perfect. Yeah, well said. I think my favorite, uh, one of my favorite quotes was the problem with tomorrow is before you know it, it's today. <laughs> I love that. So, wow, that's a good one. I'm, yeah. I'm keeping that one for sure. Perfect. That feels like a good spot to end this one. Yeah, I love it. All right, guys. Um, if you have any questions, comments, anything you would like us to touch base on or um, bring a topic into the podcast, please leave a comment, uh, send us a DM, let us know. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Yep. See you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.